0: It is BS and the BS.show. That's what we are. It's 705. My name's Shelly. Her name is Brad. And together, we make BS, right? She's not back yet. Lots Of, of con- course she is. Oh, there she is. Okay. Kansas City Chiefs move on next level to the playoffs, and there's all sorts of big controversy about this. You know what the controversy is? Huh? The game went into overtime. It was tied at the end of regulation play. They do a deal where they toss a coin and uh, essentially whoever gets the uh, coin toss gets their choice of possession first. Whoever scores a touchdown first wins. So guess what? They flip the coin after the regulation is over. They go into overtime. Comes up, the winner of the coin toss is Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes takes the ball, throws to Travis Kelsey. Touchdown, game over. And the Bills players go like, "Hey, that's not fair." <laughs> Just why isn't that fair? Well, I thought that was a environment. They're, you know, they're claiming that here, um, there's all sorts of people. Like for example, here's a here's a uh, Twitter account, Pro Football Talk. The overtime rule for playoff games must change. If this one doesn't spark a more fair approach, nothing will. Um, in, in another one, America's united in this. NFL OT rules must be abolished. Both football games were 10 10 today. NFL overtime rules are terrible. End of the story. Blah, 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 blah. But people were complaining. Of course, the Kansas City fans aren't complaining. If Kansas City would have kicked a field goal, Buffalo would have gotten the ball back to try to tie the game or score a touchdown for the win. But if they score a touchdown, uh, if they get a score touchdown first, um, as a matter of fact, uh, Mahomes found T- Tariq Hill across the middle and he sprinted at the end zone, giving a Bills defense and a P side on his way to the score. <laughs> I need to see the video on this. I'm thinking Shelly would love this. He gets so out in front of the defense, the Bills defense, that he's running, and he's looking back, and he gives him the peace sign. 64-year sixty-four year, uh, 64 year touchdown pass, put the Chiefs back up, 33 to 26. Allen wasn't finished. Uh, he led a six play, 75 Buffalo, the lead back. He found Davis, blah, 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 blah. Um, anyway, they're complaining that the overtime rules are are not fair. Isn't that interesting? you know and
1: it's always when it's the other team
0: but there didn't if i'm But not, when you win what well, right but it's
1: okay if but i'm not, if the other team wins it's there's an
0: issue well if i'm not mistaken i don't think one point in time i don't think there were overtime rules i think the the, the game was tied At the end of the game you you were tied that was it god that happened my high school that happened in my high school you know that story did i ever tell you that story we went to the state football championship at the end of the regulation the game was tied and they didn't know what to do it never happened before so they declared us co-state champions and after that they instituted some playoff rule because it had never happened in the past about a a tie in a playoff game uh for a state championship and our it was our first time anybody tied at the end of regulation so we became co-state champions how sucko is that you know you got to share a championship trophy. We got it for like a week. It was like they went through a divorce court. They got the trophy for a week. Then we got it uh-huh, for a week. We had to drive back and forth, pick it up. You know, there was a, a student assigned. You had, you know, a, you had to drive. It was Cape Girardeau. We had to drive down to Cape Girardeau and, and pick it up. And then, and then when it was Cape Girardeau's turn to have the trophy, they'd come and drive drive up to St. Louis and pick it up and drive it back down. Do you believe me? Yeah, I do. <laughs> it's BS. <laughs> I don't think we got a trophy. I don't even remember. That was, that was what? Why do you do that to me? That was 70 years ago. (laughs) Do you really believe me?
1: (laughs) Yes. Stop it.
0: (laughs) Okay. This was on Channel 4 News the other day. And quite honestly, I feel sorry for this guy. (laughs) There's a video of this. Guy put it up on, on his Facebook and his Twitter channel, and it's a guy driving backwards down page near 170, okay? Let <laughs> me if I can find it. Uh, it's a Channel 4 video if you want to find Seems it. Seems
1: to me like I saw that last night.
0: Uh, was it on
1: a Twitter feed?
0: It's a video that's gone viral in social media. It's sparking many questions. First and foremost, why would you drive for blocks in reverse? News 4 talked to the man who recorded it all, and he said it was something he'd never seen before. Daryl Singleton was on his way to work Tuesday when he came across a driver going in reverse, but still going the correct traffic way on Page Boulevard just off one seventy. Quote, at first I thought it was some kind of foreign car. I didn't instantly make the connection that it was I was looking at the front of the car. Singleton said he followed the driver for quite some time until Overton police pulled over the driver. <laughs> and this is detective Craig Proust. He says, We've seen some, you know, crazy drivers in the past, but it's been a while since we had someone going in reverse. Uh, Pruce is with the Overland Police Department. Overland Police said the driver of the car told them the car wouldn't drive in forward, and he had to drive it to the to the shop so he drive he drove backwards they cited him with careless and imprudent driving that's a nasty one cni uh a lot of times if you get a yeah scene, but he'll
1: just get off
0: no well in new york he would here in, in st louis he'll be in jail for 5 years anyway he got a ticket for cni despite the driver needing car assistance and the 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 the, the, the detective said overland Sec said if your vehicle is not safe to drive on a roadway you need to make arrangements to have it towed or somehow get it safely to an auto body repair Okay, now, how come it's okay for the guys in the Fast and Furious movies to drive backwards? How come, how come they can do it, but we can't do it here in St. Louis? I mean, you know, that's, like, that's the staple of all like the, the, the Fast and Furious movies, where the guy's driving backwards down the highway, you know, like doing 80 miles an hour and backwards. First, I do. First off, your car won't go that fast in reverse. Do you know that?
1: I, I didn't.
0: Because it only has I one. I
1: can't believe that you, do that you know that either.
0: Well, it only has one gear. So, I mean, there's only one speed in reverse. In other words, you, you get to a certain, you know, the engine, you know, if you, unless you're going to blow the engine up and, like, turn six or 7,000 RPM, the car won't go that fast in reverse because it won't shift gears. And even if a manual transmission, same thing. A manual transmission, there's only one reverse. You could probably only get it up to about 30 or 35 miles an hour before the engine would blow up. You know, but, but so the guy's driving to a repair shop because he won't go and drive. I'm going like, dude, I'm with you. The cop says, no, you got to get a tow. I'm thinking to myself, how bad is that? Well, maybe the guy can't afford a tow. Man, you know, if he's driving backwards down page, you know, first off, there's all sorts. Of, and uh, Shelly, I tell you what, in the last week... Almost every night, I've been out after dark, okay? And, you know, keep in mind, it's not hard to get off, you know, out after dark this time of year because it get dark at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, right?
1: Right, right.
0: Every single day, I'm out in the interstates with people with no lights on. You know, I complain about this all the you time. You know,
1: it's, it's, the more you say that, the more I notice it. It's crazy. It is. It really is.
0: I mean, and I was driving along the other day, and it was, you know, there was it was no moon. It was sort of a little bit overcast a whole bit. It was like probably 7, 8 o'clock at night. And all of a sudden, like, on, I think it was on 270 going north or something like that. And all of a sudden, I see a turn signal in front of me. And I go, what the hell is that? And I realize there's a car about two or 300 feet in front of me with no lights on. And he's switching lanes. And the only reason I saw it, because he turned his turn signal on. So here he is a good doobie driving down the highway, shit switching lanes, using his turn signal, but no lights. I'm going like, I don't believe it. And once again, I get behind him, doing the old flash. He ignores me you know and it's funny because another guy came up b- behind me and passed me and got in between me and this other guy and i, th- I don't think he saw the car either and i saw him flash his lights the guy just keeps driving i'm going like this is so weird and and i'm telling you it almost every single night i'm out i see at least one sometimes two or three and i'm going like i don't get it now part of it i know why part of it is because the newer cars have the daytime running lights and in the old days the only time your your dashboard lights came on at least your like instrument cluster came on was when you turn your lights on so if you're driving along at night and you don't have your lights on you can't see your speedometer well on the newer cars the the dashboard lights come on all the time you know what i mean they illuminate and yeah, especially yeah. if you had like a digital dashboard stuff like that they come on all the time so you don't even know and most of them have the newer cars have a little little indicator that shows your headlight. Do you have that on your car? Do you have a little, little little indicator that shows that your lights are on? Headlights are on. You know what I'm talking yes. about. So most people have that, so you can at least look down and go, "Look, my headlights on." But it's usually a little tiny thing. It's not very big at all. So anyway, no lights, and and you know, I I won't go any farther than that. I'm thinking to myself, so what? The guy's driving reverse. Who cares? You know, he's being safe. He's stopping at all the stop signs. He's he, stopping, and he did, too. Right, he stopped at the stoplights. Use
1: blinkerage. <laughs> right.
0: The only problem uh-huh. is he's got to remember the blinkers are backwards, right? So that's the only problem with that. Okay, so that's one. Okay, <laughs> here's another bizarre story over the weekend. A collision between a dump truck and a trailer carrying about 100 monkeys on Friday scattered crates of live animals across the road in Montour County, Pennsylvania, and promoted a search for a, quote, small number of monkeys that escaped, the state police said. On Saturday night, two Pennsylvania state police troopers um, uh, tweeted, all monkeys have been accounted for. So it took them 24 hours to get uh, one monkey had been unaccounted for Saturday morning, according to a tweet from Pennsylvania State Highway Patrol uh police instantly tweeted a small number of monkeys have fled the crash scene into the surrounding area following the accident block traffic in sr 54 180 near danville it's unclear how many monkeys were missing guess where they were going where to a research lab
1: oh maybe this saved their life
0: yeah <laughs> no kidding it's just like it's just like if you have an accident on the interstate and this has happened like with pigs or like cattle You go like, okay, the accident saved those cows or this pig's lives because guess what? They were going to the slaughterhouse. Yep. So so if they got away, you know, they were escaping death penalties.
1: Yes, they were. How
0: bizarre would that be if you had an accident, you're driving along, and there's accident truck overturns, and all these crazy monkeys come out. No media reports of injuries from the accident, at least from the human beings. Okay, that's weird story number two. Okay, you want another weird one? Sure. This lady in South City... The American Folk Art—excuse me, let me try that again. American Folk Art Museum announces a gift from KAWS, not a radio station, of William Edmondson's *Marth and Mary*. This is a famed artist. The guy's name is William Edmondson, and he's a, a sculpture artist. He lives from uh, 1874 to 1951, and sculpture has been offered to the museum in honor of AMFAM's American uh, Folk Art Museum 60th anniversary work as lightly the long time missing Martha and Mary sculpture which was last seen publicly in the exhibit in 1938 so nobody's seen this piece of art since 1938
1: you know where it was
0: no it was sitting on some woman's front porch in South City (laughs) How did it get there? Oh, nobody knows. <laughs> get this: it was bought in 1937 by some rich couple, uh, Cornelius M. Bliss Jr., American merchant, politician, art collector. Um, he bought it from Lily P. Bliss, um, and then it and then nobody knows where it. And then it was in his. It was owned until his death in 1991, and then from 1991, nobody knew where it knew where it was. And for many years, it was installed outdoor on the par- porch of Sally Bliss's property in South St. Louis, Missouri. It was recently discovered by John Foster, an educator, graphic designer, and collector who contacted uh, the curatorial chair and blah, 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 blah. The piece was altered but not damaged by natural elements. has been conserved and cleaned by conservative Linda Newhas. I can't pronounce all these people's names. So <laughs> it disappeared in 1991 and ended up on this lady's front porch in in South St. Louis. Can you imagine that? I can. Every once in a while you hear these stories of people that buy stuff at garage sales or are like on, you know, Facebook Marketplace or Craigslist and stuff like that. It turns out to be like there was one, one recently where some I know this was in New York and it was some mosaic tile thing that had like supposedly had been stolen by the Nazis in World War Two and nobody know where it, knew where it was. And all of a sudden, one guy who is art collector, he goes and visit his friend at his mom's house, and he goes into the the living room, and there's a table top. and he goes, "Oh my God, that looks like the the famed you know piece of mosaic art that you know the, like you know tile essentially that disappeared during the Nazi occupation of Europe." And sure enough, it was somebody had bought it and made it into a tabletop. They'd like glued it onto a piece of like wood and put legs on it. And it was like this very famous mosaic piece that dated back like to the 1300s. And some lady in New York City had it in her living room as a tabletop, as a, like a coffee table. Isn't that bizarre?
1: I think that's... I and, don't know what and, I think that and, is. And
0: what are the I think ch- that's kind of cool, actually. What are the chances of somebody like somebody who knows what it is... Like, for example, I mean, there's crazy... I mean, I've heard of stories like, for example, there was a car. And I know this for years. There was a car that got towed and impounded in Clayton. And i drive by it because the Clayton impound lot was just, I don't know if it's still there, you know, like they, any time they, they had their own impound lot. They didn't take it like a tow, tow company. Most of the municipalities now have a tow company where if they your car gets impounded, they take to a tow lot. Clayton had their own impound lot. And it used to sit right off of Forest Park Parkway. I used to drive by it all the time. It was like a 1959 Mer- Mercedes-Benz Gullwing coupe. You know what a Gullwing coupe is? I don't the wi- the doors come up like wings of a of a bird. Instead of like opening Oh
1: like a Lamborghini. Yeah,
0: they're hinged on the roof. So in other words, like instead of like they're they're you know they're hinging forward, or like in the old days some of the doors were hinged backward, they called suicide doors. These doors are hinged vertically. So in other words, when you when you unlatch the door, it goes up and it goes on top of the car. Matter of fact, it's one of the Tesla models. I think the Tesla X has that. So that car sat there for years and one time i talked to one of the clayton police about it i go hey that mercedes going yeah we get asked about that all the time what's the deal in it he goes it's been there so long i don't even know how it got there and once again a car that today is probably worth easily three to five hundred thousand dollars and just sat there for years just sat there and if you watch these YouTube channels, there's all these things they call barn find. You know what barn finds are? I do. Typically, they find these cars in barns. Like, the big thing is the, the collector's item, all the, all the Shelby Mustangs, especially since Carroll Shelby died. Because I don't know if you know this or not, when you bought a, a, a Shelby Mustang, he signed the dashboard of each Shelby. Literally really? got, out of, uh, got a Sharpie and signed the dashboard. And every single Shelby, and that's why the ones that are made before he passed away are worth more because they have his signature on the dashboard, not a decal, not printed on, but literally the man got into the passenger seat and signed the dashboard. Wouldn't that be cool? It would be very cool. And these guys find, like, you know, well, my my uncle bought it in 1971 and drove it for about a year and put it in the garage. And my uncle's been dead for 30 years. And and you see them. And the sad part of it is most of them were in terrible shape. You know, terrible shape. I mean, and and just like me talking about, like, if you were were a young man right now, if you're, like, your 20s, go buy all these, you know, Corvettes, C8s, because they ain't going to be making them anymore. They're going to be all electric. And I don't know if that's going to be good or not you know already they're talking about the interesting thing about that with with the electric cars think about those poor people that got stuck on i95 remember a couple weeks ago where they had the big storm on the east coast when everybody got stuck in the virginia area on i95 some people were there like for a whole day 24 hours okay here's the problem you're on i95 and let's say you let's say with some of those people they ran their cars till they ran out of gas they ran keep running the engine till you know to keep warm and they ran out of gas okay so how do you get it restarted again Somebody when the traffic breaks up, somebody comes with a gas can and puts gas in it. In an electric car, how do you do that? Do you get a real long extension cord and plug it in? But then it's got to charge for a while. It can't move right away. You know, if you run your car out of gas, you can put a you know, gallon of gas in the in the car with a gas can and boom, car starts right up. Well, maybe not start right up, but it'll at least you can start it and drive it away. How do you do that with an electric car? Have you figured that out yet, Shelley? I have no idea. It's one of life's mysteries. Well, <laughs> Look, I, I've wanted an electric car for years. I'd love to have a Tesla. I'd love, because you know, if I had a Tesla, you know what I do? First thing I do is I build myself a solar panel bank. And I just, every night, I just come home and I just plug my Tesla in, N- talk about driving for free. You know what I'm saying? You just use solar, charge it all the time.
1: Very nice.
0: Money for nothing and chicks for free. Yep. <laughs> where did that come from right okay one Uh, one another weird story sure okay let me find another one um here's here's another weird story two guys are filing a clash action suit class action suit against who is it um which one of the movie theaters um universal they claimed that both they both spent $3.99 to rent the music. Um, the movie, it was called, uh, the movie is Yesterday. It's a 2019 fi- film. Uh, and the reason they rented it because they wanted to see Anna D. Armas. You know who she is? A-N-A-D-E-A-R-M-A-S. I don't. Very attractive lady with coal black hair. They wanted to see her in the movie. That's why they rented the bo- movie. So guess what happened? The trailer had it in her in there, and the all the promotional material had the fact that she was in the movie. For some reason, she got cut out of the movie. She's not in the movie. She's she's nowhere in the movie. But yet, oh, the trailer man. shows her in the movie, and the promotional information for the movie is you know, and I, I guess probably if you go on IMDb, it probably shows there. So, <laughs> Connor Wolfe, 38 of Maryland, and Peter Rosa, 44 of San Diego filed a class actions complaint in the United States District Court of Central California against Universal Pictures. They both spent $3.99 each to rent the movie on Amazon Prime. They were upset to discover that the actress part had been cut out of the movie. So they're so upset they're suing. (laughs) Can you believe that? They're seeking $5 million on behalf of themselves and all other affected consumers who may have spent money on the movie in the hopes of seeing the actress only to be disappointed. They accuse Universal of engaging in deceptive marketing. Quote, because consumers were promised a movie with Anna D. Armas by the trailer for yesterday, but did not receive a movie with any appearance Anna D. Armas at all, such consumers were not privileged with any value for their rental or purchase. The lawsuit states... <laughs> Can you believe that? These guys had too much time on their hands or what? About that, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so the only reason they rented this movie was to see this the actress, Anna D. Armas in the, the movie, and she wasn't in there. Why would they cut the entire piece of her out of there? I mean, why would they cut her entire thing out of there? You know what I mean?
1: Maybe she wasn't seductive enough.
0: Maybe she just wasn't one enough?
1: So, you know, Sedultery?
0: Sedultery? Yeah. What is sedultery?
1: Um...
0: I've got to look you that know,
1: one up. <laughs> Sed- it's a word, Brad. Sedultery? Why, why are you picking on me today?
0: <laughs> but I'm not picking on you. You
1: You're said... Totally picking on me.
0: S-E-D-A-U... S-U-L-D... D-A-U-L-T-R-Y. Sedultery, right? Okay, what is it? It looks like there aren't any, any great matches for your search because it's a made up
1: word. Spell it right. <laughs> what? Ugh.
0: There's a sedutor, s-u-d-a-d-o-r. No, There's a sedulty. no, no, sedulty, s-u-d-u-l-t-y. No, no, that's not even that's not even a word. in it subtly, subtly, subtly. Hold, somebody's it's a
1: do, it's a combination between um sultry and seductive
0: I don't know what to tell you
1: sultry <laughs> of, of a person especially a woman attractive in a way that suggests a passionate nature
0: is this in urban dictionary I didn't check urban no it's dictionary. in dictionary it's not. It's not sedultery, isn't it? It's not what is sedultery. What did you have for breakfast this morning, Shelley? I didn't have breakfast, Brad. <laughs> did would you, you have would you have did, for breakfast
1: a case of smarty pants?
0: Did you have those 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 special brownies this morning? Is that what you had?
1: <laughs> I don't do edibles, Brad.
0: <laughs> Shelley over the weekend Saturday I went by our our place that you and I went into, the the um, marijuana legalization place, you know what I'm talking about, right there on mm-hmm. Highway 47 in Washmo. I don't know how the place stays in business. Nobody in the parking lot. I'm going like, how does anybody ever go there? You know, when you and I went there, there was nobody in the place. Shelly and I went to, because... Oh, when, I'm
1: sure they, they, they do just fine. When
0: it first opened up, this is one of the mar- medical marijuana, whatever you call it, what do you call it? There's a word they use it for. It's not a store, they call it the... a dispensary 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 thank you so much and you and i went in there and it was it was you know nothing against the people that own it it was just sort of creepy didn't you think it was
1: well we weren't able to go in back because neither one of us had a card
0: but but we went in the front and it was like okay what is this it was like going into a dentist's office wasn't didn't you think so it was going into what a dentist's office it was like you're in the front you know in the waiting area and, and some lady right behind us, because we're talking to the guy, and the guy has a little window he opens up just like you go to the doctor's office. Yes, do you have an appointment? Yeah, I'm here for my 1030. Okay, have a seat. We'll be with you. That, that kind of thing. We're going like, okay, what do we do? And the guy goes, well, he gives us, remember, he gives us that sheet. Well, yep. here's here's what we have to offer. And they have all these things. I go, well, where is it? There's nothing out in front. There's no cases or anything like that. No, no, like Not like going to the jewelry store where all the stuff's on display. And we go like, well, where is it? Well, you have to come in back, and we have a, a personal what he, there was a term he used for the person you sit down with. Was that? Remember, I can't remember what he called it. It was some term that you used for the person that that was helping you. Remember that? Not a concierge I or something remember. like. I don't remember. It was a concierge. So while we're there, a lady comes in. She's got an appointment, and they open up a door and she goes back into the back. I'm going, okay, what goes on back there? And I said, that's si-
1: where all the dope is at,
0: Brad. <laughs> I said to the guy, I go. What is Where is she going? And he goes, well, she's got an appointment and she's going with our, I don't know, concierge or whatever. And they're going to sit down with her and show her all that she can buy. I'm going like, this is weird. (laughs) I just don't get that. I don't get it. But I'm in the wrong business. You and I should have one of those.
1: We should.
0: We can't advertise on the radio, though. That's the only problem.
1: Other people do.
0: No, nobody's... No, I've yet to hear anybody in, in St. Louis advertise a um, dispensary on the radio. Everybody's afraid to do it because of the FCC. You, get, you lose your license because it's a weird thing. Hey, we got to take a break. It's 729.